Piper's a producer plant. Piper's an industry plant. This is the only time I will accept the phrase industry plant because I think people on the internet learned the phrase industry plant and decided that anything they did like was an industry plant. I love Piper, so I guess I should have called her an industry plant. Sabrina. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Today, we will be recapping House of Zodiac slash House of Reckoning. In important cast news, it's Kay Alexander's birthday on August 31st. It's Virgo season, baby. Um, Wait, who's Kay Alexander? This is so bad. Oh, we got Aaron. Aaron. Okay, so I was going to say, like, touched on a raw. Like, okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this I should have probably let introduce said so that, too. But you know who else's birthday is this week, guys? Who's? Um, I don't know. Who's his head? It's just a mystery. Someone who loves Eddie. Someone who is a Virgo. <laughs> Someone who is a Virgo. It is Virgo season, baby. Um, It is my birthday on Thursday. Happy Woo! birthday! Or it was my birthday Thursday. on Thursday, September 2nd. Woo! Woo! Happy birthday, Emily! Yay! Best you can look tell at those we two birthdays recording. on the pod now. We're still going. Like, look at that. I know, right? Okay, for disclaimer, we are recording this first half at like 8 a.m. my time, 9 a.m. their time. We're a little, we're a little, <laughs> we're a little tired. <laughs> so if you guys want to send in your voice memos, you can send them in to anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards. Or is it Anubis Backwards pod on Anchor? I think it's just Anubis Backwards on Anchor. Anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards. Yeah. Okay. So keep an eye on our socials. We are considering rearranging our release schedule just due to the hecticness that are is becoming our lives yeah i think with with things reopening we're all suddenly busier we're all traveling things like that um i'm also in grad school and just started classes again so that is just one more thing to add to the plate and uh we all have full-time jobs as we always like to remind you so (laughs) we're doing our best i'm currently in week well i was gone last week but my next three weeks i'm going to be on overtime so like just trying to like pencil in doing this is you know it's it's fun and I don't it's really fun, but like it's becoming harder. I don't really enjoy using my lunch breaks at my paying job to do this. I don't mind. I just would prefer not to. I may or may yeah, not have literally watched this episode while I was working. Not this episode, but the episode before. This one I watched this morning. I really like using my work breaks when I'm not hanging out with coworkers to read. And I would like to continue to do that, not podcast. I was on a break. I just watched it like in the background. I love that. <laughs> But yeah, don't get us wrong. We're not complaining about the podcast. We love the podcast. It's just it's just hard sometimes to do. <laughs> we like we wish this could just be our job, but it's not. So just just keep an eye out. We might we yeah. might be less consistent, but you'll still be getting content. I guess I'll leave yeah. it at that. I mean, once it's winter, I'm gonna be like, I'm cold and not go outside. I just have to get through December and then I'm gonna get like my schedule. That's how I like, feel too. I think after after the holidays I'll be a lot more um free. So. Oh, I don't know if I, that you feel like you're going to be like, I'm cold and not go outside. I'm like, girl, you live in Florida, but okay. Oh, yeah, I'll be outside a lot in the winter because it's much more bearable. <laughs> <laughs> so when Laura and I moved to Florida for the month of December, then what? <laughs> when we just move in for the podcast every day. All of season three is done. <laughs> we'll just have to put them on the back burner. We won't remember what we talked about by the time we release the episodes. We'll just have <laughs> a little podcast, like, sweatshop going. All right. <laughs> so we're going to get into it while Laura continues to fight her coffee. 
it's not opening. Like you see me trying to open this, right? And I literally use this little. I have this jar opener thingy, Majig. This you have did to not squeeze help. it like a medicine top. I don't think so. Get a I knife, Laura. Like, what do you knife? want? A knife? No. <laughs> Just stab that sucker. Um, not a good idea. <laughs> Unless we have pumpkin spice cold brew all over my laptop. We don't want that. All right. Well, Laura, I was so excited. I got pumpkin spice cold brew and. <laughs> It's not open. <laughs> After we're done recording, send us a picture of your lid. We'll try to figure it out as a team. Oh my god, it's just not open. This is what it looks like. We can is start like, recording. We, I mean, we have been. We're, we we're on minute five. Oh the actual episode. <laughs> this is the tangent. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> it opens with the tangent of the week. <laughs> the tangent of the All right. week is why we're popping up. Okay, as per usual, we open with the iconic intro. At the house, Sabuna is in the tunnel. They think they found their first reflector and want to place it in the hand. The reflector pushes the light into one of the other hands. So I just commented, because I know we had discussed this before, um, Nina is currently wearing plaid in this scene. So fall, Nina. I would just love to know why I associate Nina with plaid. Obviously, you just watched this scene. I wonder if the reason I agreed with you when you were like Nina wears plaid was because I watched these episodes so much. So subconsciously, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like Nina does wear plaid. <laughs> Fabian thinks once they find the other ones, the constellation will form and open the door. Alfie finds something on the wall. Nina asks Fabian what it is. He says it's a zodiac chart. At school, Jerome is staring at the shield. Mr. Sweet asks if he's been staking it out all night. Jerome is convinced it's a fake gem and asks Mr. Sweet to really look at it. Jerome says the gem in the shield is fake and Mr. Sweet needs to launch an investigation. Mr. Sweet says he already had the gem authenticated by Jasper. Honestly, it's all it's like I feel like Mr. Sweet went above and beyond to even like authenticate this gem for Jerome because I would have been like, Jerome, it's just a gem. Calm down. Um, unless because Mr. Sweet's not in on it, right? He's kind of like out of the loop now. Yeah. So he doesn't know what's going on. He, so like very nice of him to even do that for him. Mm-hmm. I agree. Fabian and Nina are doing research on the Zodiac sign and haven't found much. Nina worries and says, what if it's something that hasn't been discovered and isn't even online? It, and isn't even online yet. Nina says they need to figure it out quick. Fabian says they can keep looking. When Nina's like, what if it's not online? Fabian's like, something that's not online? Like, completely, like, shook. <laughs> I said, this is funny. It, this is funny, but it's extra funny because these kids are suddenly acting like they use the internet ever. <laughs> And then this shot was annoying to me. So like it was Nina and Fabian sitting at a desk and it kind of like panned around them just to give the shot like depth. But so they left like a stack of books on the desk in front of them. So then they're panning. At one point, the, the books is just like blocking them. And I'm like, why didn't they leave? Why didn't they move the books? Why are the books in the shot? I was like, this is this is weird. The cameraman just wanted to go home. <laughs> he was over it. <laughs> or like it's probably not even the cameraman's fault. It's the art department who was like, we need this stack of books right here. <laughs> right in the middle of the shot i don't know um at the house piper is getting ready to pretend to be patricia to impress mr sweet patricia is trying to tell her what to do patricia tells sorry this gets really confusing with the amount of times i have to switch back and forth between like who's who patricia tells her that she needs to take this seriously piper says she already knows how to act because she's not patricia um piper is sashing patricia i am having a great time and then i just punk and prejudice little emo women yeah that's what piper like started listing books that you know patricia would be interested in i was laughing so hard (laughs) it was so sassy i feel like that reminds me of the like pride and prejudice and zombies and like that kind of stuff like imagine an an emo series of (laughs) classic books (laughs) punk and prejudice prejudice, little emo woman (laughs) 
Eddie is waiting for Patricia downstairs. He hears the cab honking and runs outside. As Piper is going downstairs, Alfie is going upstairs. He tells her she looks like an angel without wings. Piper tells him the words angelic. She tells him thank you, and Eddie comes back in. He tells her that she looks amazing. So, okay, in the scene, we see Amber watching Piper and Alfie and looking sad. And then, like, once Piper goes downstairs to, like, leave for, like, I don't want to call this a fake date. I don't even know. The stage date. <laughs> uh, we see It pans up to see Alfie looking sad, but then it again pans up to Amber, who just kind of looks upset. Like, I want to say she looks sad. She looks, like, more, ups- like, angrier upset, I guess. Not, like, mm-hmm. angry, angrier, you know? It's, you know, it's exactly how you'd feel if you saw your ex with another girl. Especially one who you think is, like, your best. Oh, no. Okay, I so I wrote. You're going to unpack this. We're going to. Laura's going to. Right, okay. So what? I wrote the parallels. Second, I wrote. I'll get into this more next week, I think. It's next episode, but this is really up. Yeah, so, like, the episode after this. But Pipey is basically a plot device to get Amphi back together. But the House of News writers played themselves by making, like, Piper and Alfie cuter than Amber and Alfie, in my personal opinion. This is, I mean, it's my opinion that they are cuter. I don't think it's necessarily my opinion that it's a plot device. But if you're going to use someone as a plot device to make another character get jealous and like want to get back together with somebody you can't make like the other relationship seem like a better option this is wild i never even thought about how they were just the plot device but you're so right this is so interesting <laughs> my rant and i'll save it for next week because it's more relevant next week but it, it's wild. just a sad plot device because like Pipey was cuter also so the second thing which is what emily's just bringing up does Amber know that this is Piper and not Patricia? Or does she think it's Patricia? Because she knows Piper exists and she knows Piper's there. I bet she so- knows it's Piper, which probably makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, when you- she sees like her and Alfie flirting, is she like Patricia? <laughs> she like- Unless she's confused, like, because then like Piper goes on the date with Eddie. So is she like, is that Patricia? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Amber would be confused as to what's going on in this. I'm confused in what's going true. on in this. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like, on that note, though, like, even though Amber knows they're two separate people, and even if Amber knew that, like, Piper was pretending to be Patricia on this date, there still has to be something, like, kind of ouchy about, like, because they're a group, basically. Nina, Fabian, Amber, and Elfie are a, or I don't, I think I just excluded Patricia. Like, are, like, kind of, like, the core, I would call them the core friendship, like, the friend group in the house. And there's gotta be something, like, ouchy about, like, one of your best friends. Like, I'm not, not to be rude to Piper, so if Amber knew, there's gotta be something that hurts about the fact that, like, they're a close friend group and Alfie is now crushing on someone who looks just like their best like one of their best friends uh-huh. yeah not to make this like sounds like so deep but it's really probably not it was probably just a writer slip up more than anything but that's no, my thought plot device to get Amber and Alfie back together I mean it is you're right but it you're right Piper's a producer plan Piper's an industry plan <laughs> This is the only time I will accept the phrase industry plant because I think people on the internet learned you know the phrase industry plant and decided that anything they didn't like was an industry plant. I love Piper, so I guess I should have called her an industry plant. But you're not wrong. Uh, I think we're, me and, me and uh, Laura need to fangirl over Pifey for a second. Okay. I'm going to yell at me when I need to be productive. You don't have wings, do you? You're like, oh, and then I just said I love them so much. And I said they are the cutest. Um, and also, Alfie looks really good here. He has a <laughs> like shirt. <laughs> Go, Alfie. Go, Alfie. Slash he's, Alex. He's, he's picking up his game because he's trying to hit he's on like, Oh, man, gotta, like, <laughs> press the girl. Nina and, Fab- okay. Nina and Fabian are in her room. Fabian says he hasn't found anything online. He says it'll, it'll be okay and that they'll solve it. He says they're... <sighs> 
She says they're cursed and racing Victor for this mask. Fabian tells her Victor doesn't have what they have. All of us Sagunas. And that he won't let them give up or fail. She tells him it was a good speech. Uh, she goes to hold his hand when Amber comes in. Um, so in the background of the scene, you can see that Amber has like a giant framed picture of a dog. And I said, I love that for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just said, Fabian's like been really good at flirting lately. And Nina's just so awkward. She's just like, ditto. And good speech. <laughs> Me too, bestie. <laughs> I wish he grabbed his hand and he got yeah. so excited. He was like, oh. <laughs> um, but then Amber, not Amber, Nina called Victor a spooky, like a trillion year old spooky janitor. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> I don't remember ever hearing that line before. <laughs> a spooky janitor. This episode has so many good lines. Like I don't even like touch on most of them, but like it's, it's just one of those episodes where it's just so much. There's like all these little subtle jabs that are just so stupidly funny. Yeah. There's also a lot of puns in the second half. Mm-hmm. I love a good pun. Same. Amber asks if it's National Fall in Love Day and that she didn't get the memo. Nina says she left her notes downstairs and leaves. Honestly, a mood, Amber. <laughs> Me too, bestie. <laughs> no, that's Emily's mood <laughs> every day. <laughs> I don't want it to be National Fall in Love Day, so probably not actually. Well, your mood is like Amber, like I didn't get the memo, like whenever we're on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, like, ah, yes, her love lives. Me. So in the Percy Jackson book series. <laughs> <laughs> did not record it part of last week's episode <laughs> i was just sitting there listening and you guys are like nah, 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 nah. you're like i just miss my i miss my boy why is he not in this book bring him back to me rick he's back now don't worry guys yeah i'm driving good, good for him <laughs> at the library jerome is pestering jasper about the gem jasper says he confirmed the gem is real and even insulted a friend jasper tells jerome to stop worrying worrying that was not you know <laughs> Um, I know this isn't like the black fit, but I like Jerome's black fit. He looks very good. I'm just commenting on all the boys' outfits today, I guess. Like, I comment on the girls a lot, but today it's the boys' time to shine. At the restaurant, Mr. Sweet is telling the waiter that his son's girlfriend isn't quite his sort. They're handed menus. I said, tag yourself, I'm Mr. Sweet, calling Patricia not Eddie's type, as if he would know. Me too, bestie. Me too. Ouch. Um, I love that Mr. Sweet just knows Italian. Like, he walks in and he's like, ah, buona sera, Luigi. And I'm like, oh, cool. You can speak Italian and Latin. I mean, not that buona sera is like, maybe he just knows how to say, like, good evening. But I don't know. I was like, look at him go. Multilingual king. That's my best beat. And then, and then when, well, Piper slash Patricia, you know, sits down and he's like, did I tell you how good you look already? And my heart melted a little bit. It was very cute. He is, in fact, a soft boy. We see Patricia and Joy around the corner. They grab a table. Joy says she's sure Patricia wouldn't be have embarrassed Eddie. Patricia snaps to get the waiter's attention. She tries to order. Joy makes a face and says, now she gets why Piper. Patricia sent Piper. Um, I love this episode. I love this episode. For some reason, it's just one of those episodes. It brings me great joy. It's funny. It's just silly. It's just, it's a, it's a top tier episode. Like, but as I've gotten older, the secondhand embarrassment this episode <laughs> brings me has gotten so strong. Like there, I think this is the first time I've actually haven't like I don't want to say I've skipped parts, but I've like watched them faster than normal speed because I'm like I'm getting so secondhand embarrassed, and this is the first time I've like sat and actually like watched it, watched it. But oh man, Piper Patricia at the restaurant, I am uncomfy. <laughs> As a former food service employee, I am uncomfy. Oh my god, my comments were irrelevant to that. But first was I had a blazer that looked like Joy's hair for the longest time that I bought specifically because it looked like Joy's hair. Um, second, Patricia said she wants to order a burger and fries, and I said okay, American. <laughs> first off, oh true, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. They don't call them fries, right? Nope. Yeah, I think they call them chips. Yeah. 
Also, Herbie's like, I want a burger and fries and ketchup. It's like the most stereotypical American meal that she could be out here trying to order. We're gonna discuss She's just trying to impress Eddie. We're going to discuss Patricia's choice in food later because I took a note on this because she has big goes to restaurant and only orders chicken tenders energy. Listen. Like, hey, I did that when I was her age too. So I mean, I'm not judging. I just am saying that's like the energy she exudes in this episode. Oh, 100%. She's like burger fries. She doesn't look at the menu. She my, my safe food is a Caesar salad, no matter where I go. Caesar salad. Oh, wait, I get to speak again. Um, Jasper is working on his laptop and Jerome is lurking. I just thought the shot of Jerome hiding behind the sarcophagus was cool. It is cool. Back at the house, Victor finds a completed Zodiac chart. Um, at dinner, Piper gets up. Patricia wants to know what they're saying about her. She sneaks behind the waiter and tries to hide at another table. Eddie says Patricia surprises him a lot. The waiter comes behind Patricia. Mr. Sweet says Patricia has changed clothes. Joy is confused. Hey yourself. I'm the guy who's confused as hell because Patricia's just like, who's like, like, who's Patricia? Okay. I'm the guy who's like sitting there just trying to enjoy his food and he's just like confused as hell as to what this teenage girl is doing, like kneeling behind his table. He looks like so annoyed and he's just like trying to eat a salad. Like, I mean, would you not be annoyed? <laughs> Seriously? In front of my salad? <laughs> she just says, oh, hi, I'm an undercover food critic. <laughs> and then I just... Girl, you set your sister and then you choose to cause chaos. <laughs> she didn't I know that's the worst thing. Well, she didn't need to be there. But yeah, um I'm also feeling the secondhand embarrassment, Emily. I'm stressed. <laughs> this is too much. Patricia really did the most. You know what Patricia should have done? Patricia should have suckered Mara and Joy into being her spies. It would have been less right. fuss. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she probably wants to be there because, like, you know, this is her first serious relationship. Honestly, if she told Amber, she's like, will you go spy on Eddie, who's pretending to date my twin sister, who's in my twin, who's pretending to be me tonight because I want to impress... Oh, she'd have to admit that it's Mr. Sweet. Oh, and Amber would not be able to keep a secret. Amber would be immediately like, hey, Nina, hey, baby, and guess what? gotten joy yeah. to do it and i know if you told Put- Aunt mara a secret mara mara has no one to tell secrets to she'd be like hey mick <laughs> let me tell you a secret i don't <laughs> like, trust Jerome though she might tell him i don't i don't think she would right away i think she could like she would spill it like jerome would look at her like all of a sudden like someone else would tell her something and she's what mara has big can only keep one secret energy so if mm. you tell her a secret that's fine she won't tell anyone but if someone else tells her a secret she'd have to tell you like them mm. all right that was a journey right there. <laughs> um, Mr. Sweet says me and Patricia were discussing Tchaikovsky and that he would love to hear more of her theories. Um, so then Patricia goes, Chai what now? And then I said this in the smack of what now from Piper, which is happening. Back at the house, Nina is going upstairs with her notes. She runs into Vic's Victor and they both drop their papers. She sees he has the Zodiac chart. Um, Victor is so dramatic. This was also just the weirdest cliffhanger moment. Like, they bump into each other on their papers drop, and then they're just, like, going back and forth, like, staring at each other. And I'm like, this this isn't that dramatic. They just made, like, a really tame yeah. scene, the cliffhanger. <laughs> it really was. Honestly, obviously, they kind of typically tend to do cliffhangers in regards to, like, mystery stuff. But, like, they could have easily had it be, like, the waiter behind Patricia and Mr. Sweet seeing Patricia and, like, something like that. That's true. <laughs> it would have yeah. been a little bit more dramatic. Yeah, this was like a this was a stretch. <laughs> so um, you know, guys, that concludes the first half of our episode. We'll catch y'all in a few minutes. But a few hours for us.
All right, we are back. Nina starts to pick up the papers. Nina throws some over the ledge. Victor tells her not to move and goes downstairs to pick them up. She says, sorry, Victor, but this history test will not ace itself before running off. Honestly, Nina, you had like just enough time where you could have just snapped a picture of the stupid thing on your phone. Use your brain, girl. It was also dumb of Victor to like run downstairs to get the papers when the most important one was still upstairs. Yeah. So this is his own fault. Um, Nina runs off. Amber's on the phone with her dad. When Nina comes in and is like, we're in trouble. Nina tells Amber to grab some things and for Fabian to hide. Victor comes into the hall and Nina pulls Amber into the bathroom. Oh, I was roasting Nina for the whole history test thing because that was stupid. Like, what is she talking about? She has a history test and it's not going to ace itself. (laughs) (laughs) The way she screamed at Victor and ran off, though. Also, why didn't she just, like... Somehow sneak the paper into her binder because, like, realistically, he might not, he probably wouldn't have noticed right away. Like, this yeah. entire situation was just so chaotic because, like, Nina could have just slipped it in with her stuff. Victor could have been like, I think you have something that belongs to me and asked to look through her notes. So they could have, like, copied it down or taken a picture of it then. But, like, yeah, she made herself know? real suspicious by the way she was acting as opposed to just being like, oh, let me pick up these papers, like, act like I just picked them up with my school paper and then, like, casually walk back to my room. Because then if he noticed, he could have just been like, you know, I think you have some of my papers or whatever. And she would have been like, oh, I was wondering what this is. Oh, I thought it was, like, so cool. And, like, the art. You guys are giving Nina too much credit. She cannot lie to save her life. This history doesn't think you know what? Fabian would have been able to pull it off. The next one, I said, what? The fact that Amber refers to her dad giving her more money as a raise, and then the Amber saying, I'm staying out of trouble to her dad, and then Nina immediately running in like, we're in trouble. <laughs> I got like... <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's a good good line. Good script. I just said, um, so when you just said Fabian hides, you didn't specify that when Fabian hides, he literally like <laughs> eats himself <laughs> off the bed. <laughs> I figured we would discuss this in the actual like commentary. <laughs> it is, is rent free in my mind. Same. There's another one in this episode that I'm like, this scene, I just and not nope. even like off the bed. It's like between the wall and the bed. I don't even know how he got back there. <laughs> But he doesn't even hesitate. She's like, Fabian, hide. And he's like, say no more. He's like, yeet. Yeah, does Nina have like significant space between her bed and the wall? Maybe they didn't move the bed just for the scene. I think she's got a little. She's, I don't know. She must have a little though, because if you ever look at how the decorations behind her bed are, it looks like there's a gap. All right. Victor is pounding on the door as Amber snaps a picture of the Zodiac. Oh, and then I just said, I foreshadowed this. Wow. I was like, who's noticed this? It's mine. (laughs) I just said, so the way that they take the picture, I guess it's just because they're in the bathroom, but Nina's like literally posing with it. And I was like, why are they taking a picture of Nina posing? Google Earth, always taking pics. (laughs) Back at dinner, Patricia's telling Mr. Sweethouse she's always been into really old music. He asked her about Tchaikovsky again. She proceeds to shove pasta into her mouth and speak with her mouth full. Okay, so in this scene, Patricia says she likes really old music. And then her examples of really old music are 90s and 80s. What an icon. I love her. <laughs> Patricia says he reminds her of the oops, sorry. You can keep oh, Patricia's not even like a zoomer. She's literally like a millennial. Like they're all mine. She's like she's like 90 music so old. Ma'am, you were born in the definitely 90s. born in like 94. 
They're all like, yeah, because like Patricia or uh, Joy and Nina, they say are born in '95, so I imagine everyone else is probably like '94, '95. You know what's even funnier though is the fact that Jade is one of the older cast members. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't she, she, was she born in the '80s, like '89 or '90s? I think so. <laughs> Patricia says he reminds her of the smack and cheese, which Eddie points out is actually carbonara. Patricia says he's a complete plate of contradictions, and that he's both smooth and cheesy. And I know we discussed this in the first half, but Patricia's definitely that friend that like chicken tenders, burgers, mac and cheese are her safe foods at restaurants and that's all she knows how to order yeah i'm just laughing at the first straight to be like this is mac and cheese she really pulled it together though with her uh, metaphor for tchaikovsky oh. <laughs> is she right i don't know am i gonna I question know if she's her right, no. but it sounded good piper begins to come back to the table when joy grabs her and pulls her aside um i just said joy grabbing piper it's my joy for jiper agenda valid Victor is pounding on the door and telling Nina to give him back the piece of paper. Victor starts counting, then Nina and Amber come out of the bathroom. Nina says they're practicing Amber's hair for prom. Victor grabs the piece of paper off Nina's binder and leaves. So, do they have a prom? So they had a prom in season one, which they just made up because Amber decided they should have a prom, right? Yes. So, now they're like, we're ready for prom, and Victor's acting like this is like a thing that regularly happens, like them having a prom. But then we never see them have a prom. I and he it says it's like a long- up a bad line. It, it is, but Victor's also like, oh, it's a long way away. So Victor's not acting like prom's not a thing. That's true. Maybe because the first one went well, it became like an annual thing. Maybe. Maybe. But we, we never see know. them at prom ever again in our lives. We see them at a, like a graduation dance type situation, unless that's true. their prom. Mm-hmm. Which Nina, either, neither Nina and Amber will make it to. So sorry. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> We're one out for Nina and Amber. <laughs> Yeah, because season two, our only dancey thing was the mask ball, and that already happened. So yeah, mm-hmm. Nina and Amber go back to into their room, and Fabian comes out of his hiding spot. Nina shows Fabian the picture of the chart. Amber wants to know what her Egyptian star sign is. Okay, besties. So I googled this because I was prepared for this information. So, and I don't know how accurate any of this is going to be because, you know, the internet. But I am literally the Nile River. Brenna is Osiris, Laura is Isis, and Nina and Joy are Anubis. <laughs> so, hey guys, I'm the Osirian. Watch out, Eddie. Oh my god. Osirian. Is technically the chosen one, Isis? I have no idea. Am I... Time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. Didn't we say that me and Brenna were netty before? We've definitely made this joke. This really is the netty agenda. <laughs> Siri play August. Siri do not play August. <laughs> if we go with Patricia being a Leo, aka born in August, she's segment, segment, segment. So is it based on the dates? The dates must be different because yeah, aren't the same time. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like random dates. So like the Nile for me, it's September 1st to September 7th. I'm trying to figure out what- We could probably infer that Amber is the same as you. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because I would think, I think Amber's end would be an end of August. Oh, okay. I don't think okay. Amber's a September baby. I think she's an August baby, which would make her, I think, Geb. Okay. Because I can, I'm convinced Amber's a Virgo, but not a September Virgo. That makes no sense. I'll, Nobody. I'll makes sense it. to me. Okie dokie. Mr. Sweet makes a joke about if Patricia was secretly studying up. Patricia gets up in a hurry and Piper goes back to the table. Eddie and Mr. Sweet are literally like so confused. It's like, what is this strange what? I would be too. And it's honestly kind of funny that they haven't figured out what's going on yet. Because like the, the time between Patricia getting up and Piper sitting down was not enough for her to actually change her shirt. So Yeah. <laughs> but they're also men. Please realize. Like, yeah. Girls. <laughs> 
Jerome is continuing to watch Jasper. He sees Jasper get up and leave and attempts to get into Jasper's laptop. Jerome guesses the password wrong a few times, but gets it right with Collector. He opens Jasper's emails and sees stuff from the Collector. Jasper comes up behind Jerome. Jerome trying to guess Jasper's password and being like, Brendan Fraser is one of the funniest lines I think the show has ever done. Just comedy, and it went over my head when I was younger, but when I like watched it again in quarantine the first time, I was like, oh my god, that's so good. I mean, it's also... It's just as funny, even if you don't understand like the reference. You're like, "Who is this Brendan Fraser?" Yeah, I googled it, and I was like, "I googled who Brendan Fraser." Dumb password though. Like collector, that's not a very strong password. Yeah. So it's such a weird, unless it's like a secret email that he only uses to talk to the collector. But still, that's just such a random. Brandon Fraser would be a better password. I agree. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, who would guess that? Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> So when I change all of our social media passwords to Brendan Fraser, Jerome will hack us. <laughs> Piper continues to impress Mr. Sweet as Patricia. Mr. Sweet says it's getting late and he's going to go order a taxi. He tells him he'll be back in a minuet. <laughs> that Bach in a minuet line is probably one of my favorite lines in the show. That like, was great. It's so funny. It's so I silly. I took a note on that and I forgot. <laughs> so did I, which is why I'm like, okay, well, Laura's typing. I'm going to bring it up. Okay, but, like, while Laura's typing, I'm going to go all wax poetic. But wouldn't Mr. Sweet, like, see Patricia and Joy sitting there when he walked, like, back in? Because it's not like they're really, like, they're behind a thing, which is, like, a not a curtain. I don't know what to call it. Like, a panel. But, like, if he's walking back in, like, unless he's that focused on Eddie and Patricia. Oh, he'll, like, totally see them, yeah. I was just thought Joy and Patricia were really cute. They were like celebrating that like the date was going well. They were like fist pumping. Um, also, and then I just said Piper and Mr. Sweet besties. Truly, though. Joy better the watch Piper, out. Mr. <laughs> Sweet, I Piper, Joy, and Mr. Sweet are like all about to be besties. Like, imagine like the petty wedding, and it's just like Piper, Joy, Mr. Sweet being besties and I being like, this. what is. <laughs> So, with Mr. Sweet gone, Eddie asks what she did with the real Patricia and that she didn't need to study up to impress them. Patricia tells Joy that this is turning into a date and she wants in. I said, Patricia's getting real jealous. And I said, bro, he literally thinks that that's you. <laughs> I, this is such a chaotic. <laughs> She's like, so chaotic. my boyfriend kiss my twin sister that he thinks is me. <laughs> <laughs> Also, how was she expecting to, like, swap? Because she literally gets up like she's just gonna, like, swap. <laughs> yeah, she's just gonna, Piper. like, grab Piper and just be like, hello, this was me the whole time. <laughs> I actually am cl- a clone? <laughs> Eddie is telling Piper that he wants his dad to know the real him and that Patricia is a big part of that. Eddie leans in to kiss her and Piper gets up. Eddie tells her to just be herself. The, you're a big part of that. So soft. Like, he was, like, the real me. You're such a big part of, like, my life and who I am. Really cute. Also, <laughs> Piper is once again sending me about, like, how done she is with Eddie. He's like, tries to, like, flirt with her and hold her hand and, like, lean in to kind of kiss her. And she's like, goodbye. <laughs> okay, so obviously she wanted up. So why didn't she just, like, get up, run to the bathroom and swat, like, run behind the curtain? Patricia could have, like, stepped out and been like, hello. Too far. <laughs> then she like she could have ridden back with like real Patricia could have ridden in the taxi back with Eddie, and Piper could have ridden back with Joy. Does Piper realize that Patricia? Oh, well, I guess she does. Yes, Joy because Joy grabbed her. her. <laughs> Joy must have been like Patricia's like unraveling your plans. Patricia does not get the brain cell this week. Patricia stands <laughs> up and says, "Mission abort." Piper and Patricia walk into the waiter as Mr. Sweet comes back around the corner. Mr. Sweet says that the Patricia Williams sentence have a lot of explaining to do. 
Patricia says she has never seen Piper a day in her life. Eddie's little, now I get it, after Patricia's like, I've never seen this girl before a day in her life. And he also, like, looks so proud because he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> that one one. <laughs> like, I can tell him apart, no problem now. <laughs> yeah, it was just, this whole part was really chaotic, but very funny. I was, you know, I, I was uncomfy in the beginning from secondhand embarrassment, but by the end, it's just funny. Um, there's a lot that happens. I have never seen this girl before in my life. Maybe one of the funniest lines, like on the show. I mean, honestly, Jerome is confronting Jasper. Jasper says they cannot refuse the collector. Jasper asks him to drop it. Jasper says to get it back. He has to offer something the collector might want more and to use it as a bargaining chip. Jasper says the gem was the only thing he has found. Jerome, Jasper goes to lock up and says good night to Jerome. Jerome says he's been through so much sweat, tears, goose poop. He's not wrong. And then I just said, because they say that, like, the collector might want something from the Frobisher's Mice. And I said, like, is it literally everything in Anubis' house from the Frobisher's Mice? Yeah. Couldn't they just, like, go grab some random thing from Anubis' house and then be like, this is from the Frobisher's Mice? Go grab, like, a jur- old-looking journal that might not have anything in it and be like, this, this is, is Robert's, Robert's journal. Journal collection. <laughs> literally, go, like, buy a journal. Don't buy a journal, because, like... Go get a journal. Just pick, like, any random thing that's inside Anubis' house. Honestly, I feel like Rufus would have gone for a journal, too. Yeah. I don't know if that's technically a spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, Nina is asking about the Zodiac of Horus, and Fabian says the internet hasn't heard of it either. Fabian realizes that the Zodiac is actually giving clues to where to find the, uh, what the other reflectors are and where to find them. Um, first, I was just impressed with them using their computers. Very impressive. This episode, they like yeah. to pretend they use the internet all the time. They do not, but I'm proud of them for, you know, using it in this episode. And then Amber is so funny because the Zodiac, they like can't find anything on the internet about it. So Amber's like, it can't even tell me who to date. <laughs> She's so stressed. <laughs> um, Mara's in her room when Jerome comes in and shows her the note Trudy left. Mara says, isn't that stealing? And Jerome says, there's something isn't right about the note. Mara says, it's weird because in the note... Trudy mentions she has to go take care of her nieces and nephews, but Trudy once told her that they are the closest things Trudy has to family. Mara realizes the first letter in every line spells help me. I'm just excited to see Mara in a scene because I'm like, oh, I haven't seen you all episode. What's up, girl? Like, how's it going? So in this scene, for some reason, there are like clothes all over the floor. And when Jerome comes in, he comments on it. And then Mara says it was Joy and then says Messy Mercer, we call her, which I thought was funny. But then I also question, why are there clothes all over the floor? Do you think it was Patricia Piper and Joy getting ready for this date and like trying <laughs> to get Piper dressed up and picking out what to wear? <laughs> like maybe because like there's not a scene. Did they maybe they like cut a scene of like them making a mess? Because we never see. Oh, that's a good point. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a deleted scene. Or maybe then, Mara made the mess because she's look. She looks like she's looking for something. Yeah, but we don't, we don't know what, know what Mara's looking for. <laughs> I'm so confused that it's just like messy for no reason. And then Mara blames it on Joy, but please let us know what's going on here. And then I just think it's cute that Trudy like called the Anubis kids her family. Yeah, very cute. We love Trudy. Okay, so that actually concluded our episode. So it's time for our favorite activity of what is the ship of the week? Um, Petty. I'm going to give one point to Petty. One point to Pisces. Great. I, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so, I don't see, like, we want to give it to Petty, but, like, the Petty scenes were just, were they really, I don't know. It's weird. Pisces. I'm not going to overthink it. You know, we only have four opportunities to award it to Pisces. Pisces, the entire four episodes of the 
Okay, brain fill of the week. I um, kind of said Jerome for taking the letter to Mara. And I put yeah. Mara because she's the one who actually figured it out and said, help me. Yeah. Yeah. I, Jerome was smart for, like, the gem and the Jasper situation. Mara's smart for figuring out the letter. Um, Fabian I, gets half a point for using a computer. I put Nina down, but in hindsight, her smart moments were really overshadowed by her dumb moments. So I, we're going <laughs> to pretend I didn't say Nina. Nina being smart was entirely influenced by Fabian because she was really... She grabbed the Zodiac thing, but she was, like, really conspicuous and stupid she about was more, it. Like, it was more chaotic, though. I would say it was more chaotic than stupid. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so what, what game do we want to play this week, guys? Um, I mean, we got okay. Old Faithful over here. We <laughs> I was gonna, that's literally what I was... Um, do we want to do the bat? Let's do the regular version. We should do a battle royale. Should we have again, the regular ship and rip in a while? Yeah, let's do the regular, regular ship and rip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please play ship and rip it just because, like, I feel like you have like very little idea over who any of these people are, so it would be fun. All right, welcome to the pod, special guest Haley. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I have sit a chair. Ball. Oh, I'll sit, on, I'll sit on an exercise ball. It's an exercise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got Fabian and Jerome. I know some people ship it. I don't know about how I feel about it. Wait, what was the ship? Fabian and Jerome. Uh... It could be fun for like five minutes for chaos. Yeah. A chaos ship. There are just other people I ship Fabian with more, like as far as the guys go. So Yeah. Like Nick, Eddie. Yeah, Jerome would probably be the last on my list. Well, actually, I'd probably put Jerome above Alfie. Oh, maybe. I can do like a ship it, but not like an enthusiastic ship it, just like a, I guess I ship it. Like, like a ship it for one. Kea. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like ulterior motives. They're trying to get some. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jerome's just trying to get the gem back. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next we have Willow. Oh, you don't know Willow. She's that means season, nothing to me. I know season, Willow from Buffy. She's a season three character. <laughs> sure. Willow and Laura. Ship yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we have similar energy. <laughs> I feel like we would drive each other crazy because we have similar energy. Or it could be like an MP3 situation with Alfie. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot we put our names in here. I love that. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to ship that. I think too. <laughs> Alright, Alfie. And Emily. Hmm. Hmm. That could be cute. It wouldn't be a long relationship, but it would it be a long It wouldn't be a long relationship. <laughs> yeah. For a good time, not a long time. <laughs> a hot girl summer situation. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd get annoyed with him after a while. Yeah. Lots of, we're getting lots of like, I guess I ship it. <laughs> like no. <laughs> yeah, we're getting like I chip it for like a little bit. <laughs> Alright, Patricia. Patricia and Mara. Oh, I never thought about them. Ooh. I don't know. I think they would clash too much. Yeah. Can I say another? Like I'd chip it for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but tr- truly I'd chip anything in this house for five minutes. Yeah. Th- there's, like, besides for I guess what? Uh, Willow and Joy because they're cousins, which I they decided. I think I'm gonna rip this one. Me too. Alright. Nick. Yeah, I have pulled that. It was a great day. Nick and Nina. We have pulled we'll that. I do yep. ship them in a weird alternate universe fanfiction. <laughs> Australia alternate universe, yes. Other than that, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. They just like I don't know. They're both such like vanilla characters. That it would They're probably so boring. Be fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> probably work out. So I think they need more excitement in their lives than each other. Yeah, that's true. They need someone a bit more like spicy, even, or else they'd just be really boring. I would agree. Okay, me. You. Hello. Me and Eddie. Well, we're both mm. Australian, so. <laughs> Too much main character energy. <laughs> Eddie's an ENFJ also. I was say, that's a power couple. <laughs> I feel like that would be the same as, like, me and Willow, where you guys would, like, it would work for, like, a little bit, but, like, the energies are too similar. We'd over we'd overpower each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree. I should, because Eddie's cute, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's here for a vain time. Okay, Amber. Ooh. Amber and KT. Oh yeah, people ship this like for legit. Camber? I get it. I ain't here for it. It's but cute. I get it. Yeah, I'm here for it. Have they ever met? No, right? No, they met briefly because did they, did they got to the house like day one, right? Yeah. And Amber. Was oh wait, from... they did meet for like five minutes. Yeah, they didn't really interact too much, but KT's there when Amber leaves, and she's like, "This is awkward." <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, she is there when Amber leaves, <laughs> which is like awkward, like when the girl you okay, just met ready. like five it's minutes ago. Like... <laughs> Um, I get the idea of them. Didn't you write a fic about them too, like a drabble? Me? I think I wrote a Katie Nina fic. Oh, was that? Oh, it was Katie Nina, not Katie Amber. It was like, and they they in Pennsylvania or something, and yeah, it was like they're in Seven Eleven. Yeah, in the trees. Not in the trees, but at 7-Eleven. I could see like a Katie Amber New York fic. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm here for it. And I think they have complementary personalities. Like, they're not too similar, but yeah. they're too different. So, yeah. ship it. All right, guys. I think that concludes this week's episode. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backwards. Follow us on social media. Our, t- our Twitter is Anubis Podcast. Our Instagram Instagram is Anubis Backwards Pod. Our TikTok is Anubis Backwards Pod. Our Tumblr is Anubis Backwards Pod.tumblr.com. And you can send us an email at anubisbackwardspod at gmail.com. We will see you guys next week. Um, Bye. I want a hamburger and fries. With, with, the fry, right with ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> That's the most American thing. Like, do people in England eat hamburgers and fries? I, uh, she spent too much time with Eddie. That's the only explanation I have. <laughs>